I loved the congregation. The congregation loved me. So it was very nice. That's the voice of Toronto Rabbi Erwin Shield, who turns 103 today. He was born on March the 9th, 1920. And Shield may actually be Canada's oldest living rabbi after the recent death of Hamilton's Rabbi Bernard Baskin earlier this year. Both men were actually born on the same date. Rabbi Shield was fresh out of rabbinical school when he was hired in 1947 by what they used to call the Romanische Shul and now Adath Israel. He stayed in that pulpit for 42 years and retired in 89. When he started out, the congregation had about 180 families. Sermons were given in Yiddish. By the time he retired, he'd grown the membership to 1,900 families. Shield has kept busy for the last three decades, writing four books and doing interfaith work, for which he won the Order of Canada and also several medals from his native Germany, which was a bit awkward at first for him, to say the least, but also fitting, because Shield was born in Germany in 1920 and studied in yeshiva there until Hitler took power. As a teenager, Shield was arrested after Kristallnacht and was sent to the Dachau concentration camp. He survived the Holocaust... So did his brother and sister, but their parents and most of his classmates did not. His sorrow became a mission, and he spent his life after the Holocaust in Canada ever since, making sure the world remembers their names, which you can hear in this new animated film about S.H.I.E.L.D., which premiered during Toronto's Holocaust Education Week last fall. In October 1988, I visited the city of my birth, Cologne, Germany. I walked about the dark streets as if drawn by some magnetic force or inner compulsion, anonymous among the sparse number of pedestrians still out of doors at 10 p.m. I crossed the square in front of the church, as I had done daily as a youth on my way to school. I passed the corner where my father's shoe store had been so many years ago. I am looking for the vanished friends of my childhood. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, March the 9th, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. We arranged to meet and interview Rabbi Shield in person last week, ahead of his 103rd birthday, and what follows is an edited version of our lively, hour-long conversation, ranging from the possible merger of Adath and its 1,400 families with another Toronto shul, Beth David, and his advice for the Jewish community, and even what his favorite chapter is in the Torah. All of that is coming up after this message. During World War II, the Nazis began a little-known program of extermination, for their own children. In Peter Klenot's new mystery thriller, The Unwanted, 14-year-old Hannah Ziegler is being driven by her grandfather and her psychiatrist to a euthanasia center. 16-year-old Silky Hartenstein graces the cover of Nazi propaganda magazines. Avi Kreisler is a Munich police detective rounded up for Dachau. And a patrician father hopes his son, David McAuliffe, will be elected the first Catholic president of the United States. In The Unwanted, in the aftermath of war, revenge brings these four people together in ways unimaginable. The Unwanted. Do not skip to the last page. Find it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Rabbi Shield greeted me and my CJN colleague, Lila Sarek. He was seated in his comfortable chair in his living room, dressed neatly in corduroy pants and a sports jacket. 
He needs extra oxygen to help him speak, so you'll hear the machine slightly hissing in our interview. I'm sitting here with my colleague Lila Sarek, and we're honored to be here in your home, Rabbi Shield, ahead of your big birthday coming up. So first of all, advance congratulations from all of us at the CJN. Thank you for your acknowledging my birthday. This is a stage in life when just being is, is an event to be cherished. Shield lives with the help of a caregiver, Arlene, in the same house which he bought in the 1950s. His house is just a short walk away from where the Adath Israel Synagogue moved to when it expanded north from its historic Midtown address. At the time, it rankled that the congregation would not provide free accommodation for him and his family, but now... With the price of real estate in Toronto being what it is, Shield knows buying that house was a good investment. How unusual is that today for a rabbi to start with his false pulpit at 25 and never go anywhere else? It's very unusual. We, we usually, we didn't even, after the first five years, there was no written contract. Could I ask, do you remember how much you earned as your first year salary? Yes, it was 1500 per annum. Wow. I think people would freak out if they heard about that now. $1,500. And could you own a house or they provided a house for you? They didn't provide a house. I was jealous of some other colleagues who were provided for the residents, but I had to get my own residence. Naturally, it turned out with real estate, so I owned this house. Shield is a widower. He treasures a photo that he keeps in his living room. It shows five generations of his family, including his late wife Laura there, posing on a couch together with a daughter and granddaughter and a great-grandchild. The Shields actually have 50 great-grandchildren. When I asked him how he keeps track of them all, he replied, I don't. During the pandemic, Adath Israel held drive-by birthday celebrations to mark Shields' milestone 100th and 101st and 102nd. This year, the synagogue created a special fundraising campaign to repair a Torah donated by the Brotherhood in his name when he retired and others. It's a gesture that means a great deal to S.H.I.E.L.D., who saw the Nazis burning sacred books which they grabbed from his yeshiva where he was studying in 1938, and although he wanted to run inside to the library and save some, it was just too dangerous. So were you able to grab some books with you? No, oh, you weren't I, even I, I wouldn't dare uh-huh. to. They would have killed me. So having experienced that, Seeing a Torah being repaired must be very meaningful for you. Yeah, it's clever. It's, it's a gift for me. But at the same time, it allows me to give to others. How S.H.I.E.L.D. survived and got to Canada is partly because his mother found a righteous Dominican diplomat to get him released from Dachau in early 1939 on the condition S.H.I.E.L.D. never returned to Germany. So he found a yeshiva in wartime England and fled there. But a year later, the British kicked him out too. 
They called him an enemy alien, and they shipped him and thousands of other German Jews to prisoner of war camps in remote Quebec, where he was interned for two years until a rabbi from Toronto was able to win his release and set him on the road to becoming a rabbi himself. Shields' congregation is currently entertaining the idea of merging with another conservative synagogue in the city, Beth David, after losing hundreds of members, partly due to COVID and for other reasons over the years. Beth David itself was formed due to several previous mergers. We asked Rabbi Shield what he thinks of the idea. I think the whole situation of synagogue, some congregation, is turning into something else. And I think the people in charge, my president, vice presidents, treasurer, they're trying to do what is the best for, for the future of the synagogue. If they decide that a merger is the thing to do, I agree with them. I would support them. What does it say to you that the synagogues and the conservative movement are having problems with these brick-and-mortar congregations that have to figure out a way to survive? What do you see as the challenges of this going forward for the conservative synagogues in Canada? I'm very glad that I don't have to make the decisions. I had over 70 years that I was the decision maker. The f- many synagogues are facing challenges now of membership, of real estate. When you're watching this, uh, what do you see is going to happen so that we keep the Jewish community you know, surviving in, in Toronto instead of schools closing and people, right? That's where I'm going with that. I synagogues will continue to exist in a modified way, but I don't want to discuss that really, really because I'm, my life was to take when I became a rabbi of this synagogue. It had about 180, 190 families. When I did retired, it was 1,900 families. So that was my, my pride, my wonderful reward for what it what I did, I'm glad I'm satisfied with my work. You're turning 103, poo poo poo. Your synagogue is 120 this year. What wish do you have for your congregation and your shul in their 120th year? Doing, not hiding themselves. What a wish to be Jewish, to know what. Judaism is and what the Torah and Jewish culture is and understand it and teach the children the next generation built on knowledge and humanity. Ignorance is an enemy of Judaism. Be a good 
human beings, but that is not enough to be Jewish and honor what Judaism offers, what Judaism requests of us. To be Jewish in material things, in physical things, in spiritual things, to know what God expects of us and to be human and to be models for the whole world. What do you make of the current anti-Semitism that is happening in the world right now, including in Canada? Frightening. Some people say we're living in 1939 all over again with on the computer. They have all this hate and they have swastikas in the schools and synagogues are getting defaced. And never mind, of course, what's happening with Palestinian anti-Israel problems, right? A general problem, and it's not a Jewish problem only. It's for every Canadian, every American, it's a problem because I, I think it's dangerous unless we have the tools, the education, and especially Christians, especially have to almost take it as a vow to be pro-Jewish, anti-anti-Semitism. We're coming up, you're having a milestone birthday. The state of Israel is having a 75th birthday. You were born before, before Israel was alive. Do you remember when they declared independence in 1948, where you were and, and, and what it was like? Can you tell us a little bit about your memories from that time? It, it was almost fantastic to witness a, a situation that Palestine would become the state of Israel. It was our country when the United Nations made Palestine. A partition, yeah. That was great. We couldn't believe. Were you here in Toronto? Yeah. Do you remember exactly where you were when you heard this? Were there? Were you in school or were you, where were you? At home? I must have been at the yeshiva. We were, the news were absolutely fantastic. It was the greatest. We wanted to go out the house street, a Jewish Palestine is going to be a Jewish home. It was ecstasy. That was one of the most, one of the highlights of my life. So what do you make of things today? 75 years, but there's still no peace, there's violence, there's protests in the streets. I'm sure you watch the news, right, on the computer you see what's going on. How do you react to what's happening now? I react with the prayer. <laughs> the may God help us to keep our state of Israel not only existing, but a power in the world not military power, although we 
that is important too. But Israel as a Jewish, that Judaism is our, we are proud of Judaism. We are, thank God, for the endurance of Jewish state. When you watch the news about the current government, Netanyahu's and their reforms, are you in favor of this or is it bothering you to see what's happening? It's bothering me what that we be safe in our position in whether Canada or United States or France, we can't dictate to them that is the people who live in the state of Israel, they have to. We can't help tell them what to do. If I want them to influence, I have to have my home in, in Israel. What is your favorite weekly Parsha and why? My favorite Parsha is Bereshit. In the beginning, creation is the important. How we create, how we modify it, the idea of being. So if I must choose. That would be it. Yeah. Okay. The verse, sad verse in the Torah is in the beginning. When God says, I made a mistake. I made a mistake by creating the man. God himself, who is the creator, is almost unsuccessful. Because they were in disappointment. Yeah. Do you feel people are in disappointment? Have you, sometimes as a rabbi, you must have thought, these people <laughs> are a big problem. Yeah, sometimes God makes it very difficult for us. But that's the essence of faith. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Special thanks to Dara Solomon for giving us permission to use the audio from Rabbi Shield's movie. The movie is called Through the Streets of My Past. We put the link to watch it in our show notes. If you want to donate to the Rabbi Shield Torah Fund, we've also put that link in the notes. Thanks for listening. Don't miss my colleague Lila Sarek's feature story about Rabbi Shield on our website. (music) 